This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> do, you not, do you not have rum? I do, yeah. Because usually you offer me some. Would you like some rum? <laughs> I mean, I don't. If it's your, are you, are you gonna drink some? I, if you drink some, I'll have some. Then I would like some rum. Okay. <laughs> Turn this on. I've just done this before we hit record. I know. I'm sorry. Well, welcome to give this some thought. Yeah. <laughs> Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. I'm your host Addison. Uh, joining me also is a bartender and sous chef. Uh, Matt Hume here, here to tell us about his latest recipes and how brunch is going. Um, <laughs> I almost came to brunch, by the way, this past weekend, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that Coke Zero? Yeah. In there? Oh, am I going to get Coke Zero? Yeah. Maddie, you're too good to me. Um. Anyhow, I uh, my buddy went to brunch again. The guy that I took, or took, I rather, I we went to brunch together. He um. He went again and was pissed off that you guys didn't have that fruit dish. And I told him, I was like, well, the feature changes. Like, it's, oh, it's, yeah, I, it I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's called a restaurant, you dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah. As it shouldn't be. But you need to send me a personal message next time y'all get in some scallops because that was real tasty. You mother effer. I would have gone. I don't care if you're there. I'll go. <laughs> it's great brunch. Tremendous. Oh, well, life comes at you fast in the scallop game. Like, oh, oh, well, I really like the scallops that I had there. The only good uh, thing I've had to eat recently, <laughs> we'll just get this out of the way while you're up, was that steak I sent you a picture of. I don't know if I remember that. The, where you were telling me that it's a ribeye or a prime rib versus a ribeye. Or, oh, yeah. 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 That was real good. It was my first time, first time going to Firebirds over here at the streets of St. Charles. Uh, I mean, it's going to cost you. And it is a chain, so you're not going to get the best of the best. Them. It was it was real tasty. It was real tasty. I think I looked at their menu online one time. Uh, a little on the it's a chain side for the yeah chain steakhouse, but you know what are you gonna do? Well, it's definitely better than. I mean, if if we go some if we go to a chain steakhouse, <laughs> it's Texas Roadhouse, and that is middle of, oh, smack yeah. dab middle of the yeah. road. Yeah, no, they don't even have at least. Um, <clears throat> who is it? Outback has that blue cheese wedge salad. Real tasty. I like a blue cheese wedge salad. GTFO, man. All right. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Here's, my, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing? It's Joining little, us now, Sue Chef. strong side. But that's how I like them. Christ. If Give me a couple more. I, I am paying for a right. meal Yeah. at a place where I'm sitting down. Getting waited on. Getting waited on. Yeah. And steak and shake, for example. 
here's the, here's the thing. Three stages of restaurant. Uh-huh. There is, I have to unwrap my food and take it out of a bag restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Burger King, McDonald's, Subway. Chick-fil-A. Right. Then there is, I get, I, I have a, I have a waiter. I have a server. Right. Okay. So then there is, quiet. I have a ser- what are you doing? I'm turning you up. You okay. seem quiet. <clears throat> then there's, you have a server. Then there is, I have a server and cloth napkins. And then that's the three, t- that's the three tiers. And there's now, crossovers to each tier though. Yes. I mean, steak and shake. Getting waited on. Yes. Still comes out of a bag. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, coming out of a bag, a little better than McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got you. Um, so that's uh, that's my, my where I, I, I draw the line. Another thing is, <laughs> how much work do I have to do for the food? Yeah. I, if you are offering me a dish, <laughs> I should not, I should need a butter knife to spread butter. On some bread. Right. But never to cut anything. So if... It'd be but a steak, though. You'd a, cut steak, a steak? Right. I, I said butter knife. Okay. If I, if I have a steak knife, I should use the steak knife to cut meat and nothing else. So you bring up wedge, so the wedge you salad. You bring up wedge salad. Okay. I, yeah. If I'm, someone puts a bad. salad in front of me... Yeah. And it is <laughs> a wedge of iceberg lettuce sprinkled <laughs> with blue cheese... Yeah. Tomatoes on the side. I'm handing and it bacon. back. I'm handing it back to them, and, and saying, I'm saying, "Will you please finish making this salad for me?" <laughs> I should, I should, yeah. I shouldn't even have to put dressing on it. It should already be dressed, <laughs> either on the top or if, if yeah. it's you know a dressing that's on the side. Okay, I understand that, but yeah. still, still. I mean, okay, I can respect that. I don't. I. 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 I feel like part of a chef's. Or even just any cook's responsibility right. is to make the food edible on the plate that Once it, it is a, yeah. as it is. All right. There should no be. There should should be no more extra work gone into it that that the person eating it has to do to make it edible. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that includes you know uh, you should be able to. I think you should be able to get individual flavors and multitude of flavors on a fork if you want to. Yeah. So, you know, you shouldn't have everything mixed together, but then you ha- shouldn't have everything so separate yeah. that you can't easily get a, a little bit of every flavor that's on the plate. Anyway, that's just me. No, I like it. I like it. I've told I've told you, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When I'm a millionaire, I'm you, you're, you're coming to live with me. And then I'll finally get home cooked meals and I'll <laughs> every meal. It'll be great. Can you imagine the eggs? Yeah. You're going to cook so many fucking eggs. You're going to get so tired of eggs. Because every morning... But they're so creative. You can do so many things. You put, they're poached, uh, blanched, fried, so on and so forth. Yeah. Sunny side up. My personal favorite. Basted. But, uh, not familiar, but... Basted? No. What's a basted egg? Uh, basted egg is where you... you it's it's There's eggs tartare. I don't... <laughs> take a pan with okay. uh, copious amounts of butter. Um, like for one, two eggs, you'd probably put... Two or three tablespoons of butter in there with a little water as well. Okay. And then you let the egg cook on high. And then you can either flip it or you don't. I, I usually, if I'm doing a basted egg, I, I usually won't flip it. I'll leave it sunny set up. And then you just take and you spoon the hot butter over the top of the egg. And it cooks the top of the egg. Boner. It's like over easy. Yeah. With the hot butter. With the hot butter. And you have just a barely crispy. Uh, underneath, under yeah, and bottom like, side, really crispy, really crispy edges because uh-huh. you're cooking it. You're basically frying it's in the butter, high, right? Yeah, but you have it's you have the butter over the top, so it's a very buttery, 
egg that's basted. Very nice. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Recently, and you know my answer, was Banos' place up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Every weekend, every weekend that goes by, because Chicago's five and a half hours away, mm-hmm. I think to myself, with the right amount of sleep, because I'm 30 now, and caffeine, I could I could drive up there for a meal and come back and not spend money on a hotel or anything. Yeah. Every I, the possibility is always there for me. It was that fucking good. I think there are a lot what's, of great places. What's the around best St. meal Louis you've State. ever had? Recently, recently. So last two years, best meal you had. And don't say fucking breakfast you made this morning or whatever. <laughs> it, can, it can be something you made, something from the rack house. But what best meal you were like? Holy shit, that's good stuff. See, I don't go out to eat. I know you don't. Barely why ever. I asked, because but, you know, I. No one go. You don't. You don't want to show up on a, on a restaurant on a Wednesday night and say table for one, please. <laughs> well, you could. I don't. You get really great service if you go to the right place because yeah. people are like, "Oh, he's a food critic. Oh, but, yeah, <laughs> this guy has a food blog or something." Well, we need but, to. I wish we had. If I had more time, yeah, you and I'd be eating because there are some supposedly. So, well, you guys are up and comers, but Gamblin Whiskey House. I don't know if you heard of them. Mm-mm. They're supposed to be the business. Yeah. Um, supposed to have a really good brunch, actually. And uh what's the other one somebody was telling me about? Fudge. It's all gone. Ga- fudge. But Gamblin' Whiskey House. Fudge. I've uh, heard of Fudge. <laughs> no, there's a couple places downtown, Central West End, you know, that that hippie crowd. I think the be- the last best meal I had was probably a couple months ago when I drunkenly uh <laughs> drunkenly <laughs> defeated a Taco Twelve pack. There you go. There oh, the one that I brought over? No, we've done that. It was a di- no, I defeated it myself. <laughs> oh, all 12. 12 tacos. See, I think ours was like three. And I had a bellyache the entire rest, the, the next day, the entire next day. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. your body was saying. Because I drank a bunch and then, and then yeah. Ate, ate 12 tacos. 12 tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, mine was definitely the purple pig. Real good stuff. Mm-hmm. We gotta. We, we need to find a way to get up there. You work too much, and I stupidly got married. But <laughs> outside of that, I um, yeah. But then you, you guys are the name Gambling Whiskey House. There's this one other one I keep hearing. I can't remember what it is. Apparently, First Watch is pretty good for a chain. I'm told. I'm sorry. Should I? You look triggered. I don't. I am. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I am. Is it fa- families into it? No, so First Watch is a breakfast place that was. Uh, I've never been. If that actually, no, I've been once, and I was just thinking of uh, First Watch. I'm thinking of a different place besides First Watch. Oh, well, First Watch. There's a couple. I, there's I've, one. Yeah, I've yeah. been first to First Watch, uh, but there's another like breakfast brunch place that's around. Prosano, not Prosano. No, it's called the Shack, and there are a couple. Oh, of never been. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are two people who have worked for me for uh, a year and a half, or one, one, two years, one for a year and a half, and uh, they left me to go work for the shack. And there are two people that I've trained on brunch. So all of your secrets. So well, it's personal. No, because I don't give my secrets to my line cooks. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not a goob. Not, I'm an, not idiot. an idiot. Right. <laughs> you teach your line cooks how to do the job you want them to do and nothing more. And if they've proven that they're faithful to you and loyal, like these two people aren't, then you teach them their, your secrets. 
But until then, you just teach them the job that you want them to Who do. Who knows your secrets? It's just you and the, you and Chef Philip, right? Pretty much, yeah. 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 Going in the back room Chef and Clayton, taking your pee-pees out and coming up with new dishes? Uh, no. That's just how I picture it. I don't know. No, we don't take our pee-pees out, but we oh. do do the back room. We actually have been brainstorming quite a bit uh, lately, Well, right before I left for the vacation. because Not careful of the NDA. I don't want you to get... Well, no, on Wednesday, <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, I'm sorry, this coming up, coming Monday, I have to work all day. On a Monday? Uh, on a Monday, yeah. We were closed, but I still have to work all day because we uh, we got um, you guys a doing late- the brainstorm? No, we got a late uh, entry into a, a chef-off contest. Yeah, you did. So it's the uh, Missouri and Illinois pork producers are putting on uh, ah! a- Well, uh, Banos is up in Illinois. He's going to win. Sorry. It's it's 12. Well, it's, only, it's St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis by area. state. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's just St. Louis area, but it's twelve different chefs uh, competing nice. um, about who can take uh, the pork that they're given and put it with other things. And what are you guys going to do? Dish. Well, I guess you. I mean, yeah. well, you'll see. It's, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll post pictures. Please do. Please uh, we do also we have nice. it's I, I guess five different judges and then uh, up to two hundred other people because it's going to be like we're doing it in front of crowds. No shit. Yeah. Where at? Uh, someplace in um, uh, the Marriott in uh, Maryland Heights. Oh, that'll be this Monday. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All day? Pretty much, yeah, all day. Oh. We'll be there all day. I'm not sure uh, when the contest um, I mean, maybe I'll Google it. Off, and if yeah. tickets are free, then I'll come. <laughs> that's how much I love you, Matt. I love you free much. <laughs> uh, no, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, yeah, so we're doing uh, that. It's kind of like a Top Chef sort of... Uh, that's awesome. Sort of yeah. um, competition. Not You're not really cooking a whole lot on site. You're mostly bringing it and then presenting. Yeah. But yeah... Uh, I think we had a pretty strong chance. I really, really like our dishes that we're doing. Nice. So we're doing pork belly and uh, pork loin. Very nice. Um, they call with, uh, uh, well, with, that's what they call Banos is the Prince yeah. of Pork with cabbage different t- two cabbage two ways and then uh, sweet potatoes a couple different ways. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting. Is it gonna be lit? Really color well, yeah. The dish is incredibly <laughs> colorful. Yeah, bright nice. greens, bright purple, bright orange. Nice. Well, you know that works better on Instagram. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll see. Uh, first place is a, is a thousand bucks. So nice. Yeah, for every chef, or we uh, have to split it, it with it's, what's his nuts. It, no, I mean <laughs> he was, but he was the chef who was invited. I'm the I'm there as the assistant. So gotcha. Yeah. So two hundred bucks is what you could see. <laughs> hey, I'd be fine with two hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I, you know, I've been on vacation for like two weeks. Yeah. From the time that we found out about it, and then like three days later, I went on a vacation for two weeks. <laughs> You're like, hey, peace out. Hope so you come done, up with he's something. He's done 90% of the legwork. <laughs> right. I've basically just been there for the brainstorming. But yeah. Right. Well, that's an important part. <clears throat> yeah, I almost came this past Sunday. I need, I need to come again and, and find somebody to watch the Wait kids. till December. You got some good stuff. I'm doing an up. overhaul of the menu. We're, we'll be switching from our fall menu to our winter menu on December, so I'm going to do an overhaul of the brunch menu. Bone. Then. I'm really fucking bored with my menu on on brunch. I really am. I, it's it's. Well, you do the feature. Isn't the feature different every week? That don't you have something different? Yeah, one I mean, single? this past week I did a Nashville hot chicken for the for the the feature. Nice. Which was uh, I, th- I think I met a stripper named Nashville Hot Chicken. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Nashville. I'm Nashville Hot Chicken. <laughs> she was from Atlanta. Great girl. <laughs> true. True fact. Ninety percent of strippers are from Atlanta. It's the stripping. Probably, yeah. No, that is that I, is the stripping capital. Don't they of the have world. like something like two hundred strip clubs in Atlanta yeah. alone? No, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because Atlanta has such a large black population, and black <laughs> people are so dumb 
They go to strip clubs. Well, okay. Actually, let's get all this out you of the way. You can get a prostitute Great for segue. what yeah. you're gonna you're gonna spend at a strip club and and get laid and get instead of just looking at girls. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but it's dumb. Going but, to a strip club is so dumb, and not just because it's immoral and you're 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 profiting and getting off your of rocks degeneracy. off off of degeneracy and sex trafficking and the sex industry, which in itself is you know takes care of takes takes uh, takes advantage of women and 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 corrupts men. So that aside, going to a strip club is dumb. It's the worst use of your money. Did you buy into the Powerball? By the way, the billion dollar Powerball. Oh fuck no! No, why would no. I do that? I know. I just make sure. You did though, didn't you? That you I fuck no, I didn't. You're asking me. No, fuck no. no. Okay. I didn't. All right. I thought about it when it hit a billion. I was like, even after taxes, I was like, that's a lot of inventory for Amazon. Every time, but I, but I fucking didn't. Every time. So I go and I think. There you go. There you go. Every time I go into idiot. a gas station or a convenience store, yeah, to pay for gas number. or buy my yeah. cigarettes, and and they have not just the number, but they have the printed off eight and a half by eleven paper sheet of. Powerballs at this, yeah, and they update them a couple times different, a couple times a day. I'm like, oh. it's poor people tax. It's so dumb. It's, it's so poor dumb. people tax, and it never goes to where you know. Oh, we're no, get- no, no, no. They don't serve the states that they're in ever. No, John Oliver did a piece on that. It's pretty well known. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's poor people tax, and and the amount of people who've won multiple times is highly suspicious. Oh really? The, yeah. So there's uh, a conspiracy, you say? <laughs> and the amount, the amount of people who, who, hey, because in some states you have to declare, like you have to go public with it, like you, you can't just win it and take then, it and uh, take it and go anonymously. Right. Like you, like, uh, that's what I, I would, I, would, I don't a, think I would take it if it, you had to do it public. There's only a few states where you have to do that. Like you have to say yeah. if you win the Powerball, you have to like they they publish your name and that, fuck the that. town you live nope, in. Nope. Nope. But. That's only a couple, a handful of states. Almost every other state is anonymous. Yeah, and almost every person chooses to remain anonymous. So because ha- they're not uh, totally, which idiot. is yeah, which is you know, <laughs> yeah, you have to be an idiot to buy a, a, a Powerball, Powerball in ticket. the first place, right? But you'd be a total idiot to say I won total and idiot. here I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was yesterday. I was at the gas station and buying a. A Powerade, not a Powerball. That's there you go. And much uh, better use of money. I was money. running some errands and thirsty, so I stopped in the gas station, got a little gas, got a Powerade, uh-huh. pack of smokes, and the girl in front of me walks up, really like nerdy, kind of like not nerdy, but like twenty-eight-year-old librarian. <laughs> that kind of look. So, how hard did you get then? Is it <laughs> super cute? And I'm like, oh, hmm. okay, what's up? Good yeah. looking, good looking. Yeah. And then she bought a Powerball. Good looking female. <laughs> She's like. Can I have that scratch off and that scratch off and that scratch off? I'm like, you dumb bitch. You right. dumb bitch. Yeah. Fuck. It's so stupid. Anyway. So stupid. Uh, Although that joke that Todd Packer tells about the, about the lottery. Mm-hmm. Honey, I just won the lottery. Pack your bags. Where are we going? I don't care as long as you're out of here by five. <laughs> I would love to do that. Sorry. <laughs> That's about the only. So most states don't say who the lottery winner is. Right. So it could be anybody. It could be it could be the state itself just taking the money back. <laughs> They're like, well, well, we won. I don't. Yeah. State of Missouri, there it was. We got the winning numbers. Yeah. Fortunately, it doesn't help our budget. I've heard bad things. I had so I drove the van, the rape van, again for two weeks because mm-hmm. I got in an accident. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I drove the rape van while my buddy was fixing it up. Great deal, by the way. They gave me two grand for the car. He fixed it for five hundred. 
was able to put some towards credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. I pre-ordered the Pixel 3 XL, and then I canceled my pre-order because I thought better of it, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Uh, but I drove the Rape Van, and the Rape Van doesn't have Bluetooth like my car does. Yeah. So when I get in, you know, Corbett Report or whatever it is I'm listening to starts playing immediately, whatever I was playing before. And in the Rape Van, that's not so. So I did what any unfortunate soul doomed to listen to AM FM radio would do. Oh man, Matthew, ninety-seven one. It was a lot of ninety-seven one, mm. and they're 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 all they're all just they're still doing the same. Yep. And I and I yep. used to idolize that shit. Yep. That's part of why we do this. Anyway, because I was going to be that. Before we get into this, segment, let's close that segment of what Addison ate today. Okay. It's closed. Yeah. It's a, uh, all right. A Twenty-minute segment. Twenty minutes. Yeah, closed. And welcome Done. to give that some thought. I'm Matt. <laughs> that's Addison. It is. Uh, now let's talk yeah. about. Let's talk about. I got some Hendrix Gen. Well, that's what I drank. We'll get into let's, that. Let's let's talk about the cesspool. <laughs> yeah, the stagnant the cesspool, cesspool that's segment. been the same since the 1980s. Oh, it's that a, is it's, conservative yeah. punditry. Mm-hmm. Go. It doesn't change. And I was listening. So you know, it was the only thing I had, and I got. I'm not going to drive in the car in silence like a degenerate. I do, and dude, I know you do because you, you're fucking weird. No, and you need to do it. You need to do it. Well, it's I can't the best meditate time. if I my mind will wander, and it's a horrible place for me. But Seriously, you get beyond that horrible place. And you go to something else, man. I'm serious. If you do it enough, man, it's a form of meditation because you have to have your body engaged in in things that you don't have to think about so your mind can wander. Yeah. I'm uh, just saying it's horrible. I'm, for I'm me. a huge proponent of driving in silence. It's horrible. If I if I if I drove to work in silence every day, like I would get out of the car and kill everybody at work. Like I <laughs> I gotta have which, you know, and when my car that's corporate report, no agenda, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, no Bluetooth in the rape van. And so 97.1, man, 97.1, just all those same. And they're, they're, and in the morning, who's this fucker in the morning that I heard every morning? Mark Cox. Oh yeah. And, and the, the, the dude the, is huge the, <laughs> in the morning. I guess that dude. No, he's huge. I, <laughs> Cox is huge in the morning. Cox is huge in the morning. Compared to the way it is at night. How Especially big, if you're an older how guy. How big is Cox in the morning? Well, for me, like personally, like I get up in the morning and cocks are much bigger in the morning than well, in the evening. For me personally, it's bigger in the morning than it is in the evening. <laughs> Cheers. Hmm. Anyway, you, know, you store up t- testosterone and chemicals as you sleep overnight. That's sort what of you thing. do. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the healthy man has three erections during his sleep. Really? That's what I'm told. Huh. Wikipedia. Huh. Be surprised what's on that internet, there, kids. Hmm. It's it's not all just Twitch TV, which I watch Twitch clips now. You That's fucking faggot. I know. We're done. I know. I'm thanks sorry. For, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. I'm sorry. It's PUBG. I'm into it. I'm into it. I like Player Unknown Battleground. It's a great fucking game. Okay, it's great. What, do you play this on your phone? I do live with other people. You can chat with them if you want. I don't usually because they're idiots. And what is it? Just but like, I like it. Like my KD like is like Call of almost Duty? three. Yeah, yeah, basically. Although it's open world, you explore everything, pick up your weapons, you can drive cars, airdrops. It's it's not special. It really it's really isn't. It's hmm. I'm but I'm thinking about getting an Xbox just for PUBG on the Xbox. <laughs> That's it. Not for any other reason. Not for my kids, whom I love dearly. Yeah, yeah. Not for you know, not for not for any That's the only reason. Hmm. I would get an Xbox to have player on no battleground. <laughs> It's a great game. I fucking love it. Well, that's tremendous. Yeah, it is. Anyways, Mark Cox. Uh-huh. This fucker, 
his, his the name of his program, the name of his show is Making America Great. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So basically every morning I listen to the sounds of fanboys filleting the Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, they can't, oh, and he does, he does, <laughs> it's great too. He does, of course, and I brought this up to do on our program and you shot me down, to a Tuesday, it's where they only talk about one issue, man, our Second Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Like every Tuesday? Every two a Tuesday. I, yeah, that's how you, that's how you know it's a circle jerk. It is. I know. Of, Cause I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the dudes. fuck? Yeah. The fuck is going on here? Like you people, I, I, you know, God bless them. Whatever. I mean, bless you know, their heart, bless their heart. But two a Tuesday, mm. <laughs> two a Tuesday, Matt. <laughs> See, here's the thing. <laughs> and they have this one fucking stupid ass Senator from, I, I don't even know where he is. And he's on like every Tuesday. Yeah, and he's the most boring drab motherfucker on the planet. And all he did <clears throat> every time I listen, all he did was talk about how McCaskill—if you voted for McCaskill—was a vote against guns. That's it. Yeah, I'm like, we fucking get it. Can we talk about anything else? No, because it's it's legal it's, marijuana in Missouri. How bad our budget is? It's six days to midterm, and we have to talk about it. Like you realize that you started. Oh, Sean listening. Hannity has a countdown to that every. Uh, no, you. I'm sorry, you, but you realize you started listening yeah. again to oh, conservative talk radio in the, in the, at the worst possible peak. time. <laughs> yeah, no, I did because right? Sean Hannity every every program when all they all that all they're concerned with doing is shilling for whatever mm-hmm. local candidate mm-hmm. they could shill for. Every, every every time Sean Hannity comes back from a, I don't think it's every time he comes back from a break, but every time he comes back from an hour, right? Mm-hmm. It comes back on and it's like six days until we make America great. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because I got to brainwash all. The I little, can't. It's, it's, all the little robots. All I wanted to be robots. him. I wanted to be him. Yeah, and and listening to him during that during the time period when I had the right van. I I I'm ashamed of myself. Well, because he's I, he's he's a talking head celebrity celebritard. Like he is not a journalist. No, like journalists. I don't think any of them are though. Gary, Having listened Gary to Gary Webb, Julian Assange, those yeah. are journalists. Yeah, right. The James pe- Corbett, the people who get prosecuted. Yeah, right, and have to move to fucking Japan. Yeah. to do what they do. <laughs> right. Yeah, the people who get prosecuted. Glenn Greenwald. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those yeah. are journalists. Mm-hmm. The the people you see on Fox News and on CNN, CNN CNBC and, and, yeah those are uh, MSNPC <laughs> those are those are uh, those are shills yeah for corporate interests yeah yeah like the the mainstream media isn't about telling you the truth no it's about no, protecting it's the government and corporate interests that advertise with them that's why you'll never see a uh, a a a current <laughs> news article on CNN about this pharmaceutical drug that's killing people. You mm-hmm. may see it five years after the fact. Right. When they, Well, when there's a class action. <laughs> yeah, when the class action yeah. is being settled. Right. But never when they're right in the middle of it. Because half the advertising on cable news is for some drug. <laughs> well, we've, you can't piss we've them covered off. That, we've covered that before, so let's yeah. not rehash that. But I want to, I want to bring to somebody's... To, I want to bring to the, the listener's attention... Yeah. On this here 2A Tuesday. 
something that is amazing that I got back from camping trip, which uh, recently had the oh, family yeah, camping trip. It, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute, but I want to talk okay. about this first. And while I was away, I didn't have reception the entire time, by you the way. You didn't. Lost reception. Me and Daniel had a lot of fun in the group thread. Lost reception <laughs> about an hour out of into the drive. Oh, shit happens. And then didn't have reception until about an hour before we got home. So right? I would never go to a place like that, but go ahead. <laughs> only two people in the whole family, all 16 of us, only two people... Had reception. had reception. What and who were they on? Uh, it was Ryan and Joseph. No, but and, who? What network? Uh, AT and T. Oh, well, this episode brought to you by AT and T. Go ahead. <laughs> it was crazy because like there's one time we were standing around the campfire and my brother Joel, uh-huh. my brother Joseph are hanging over Ryan's shoulders as he's scrolling through Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> looking at his feed. God. And of course, you know we're all big Lord of the Rings fans, so I'm like. Share the feed, and I don't know. You don't understand what I'm saying, you know. But I don't. I could scroll it for you for a while. Scroll it for you for a while. Anyway, uh, that aside, <laughs> uh, didn't have reception. Mm-hmm. But when I got back, yeah, there had been a a sea change in memory, especially for the for the right, and that is this glorious, amazing, beautiful, simple, elegant. <laughs> Meme known as the NPC meme. Uh huh. I'm sure you're familiar. Is that the little white dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. Orange what man is bad. Yeah. Orange man bad. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at that because uh, did you see the costume the one dude did? Yeah, yeah. It's no, an orange least, man there's, bad. <laughs> there's dozens of them. <laughs> so funny. Of people doing the and yeah. so basically it it takes the Wojak face from uh-huh. 4chan, which is uh <laughs> the feels you know. Feels threads and and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I know. Might I may be talking to a foreign language to some people, but. But it's that face, but it's just completely gray, blank expression. Yeah. And it's meant to parody the left in that they are NPCs. Yeah. They're what's called in video games a non-playable character, or in in gaming, a non-playable character. They're somebody who has a certain... There's none of those in PUBG, by the way. They have a certain pre-programmed responses. Yeah. And they're only maybe, in, in a complex NPC, 12 different responses. Yeah. But they're only there to provide uh, to you know they're a merchant, so they sell you sell you things. So they have four different responses that they can give you. Right, I've seen you because I've watched or you play to, games. You know, you, uh, they're a quest giver, but they have a very limited <laughs> amount of uh, programming yeah. and certain responses. So the NPC meme parodies the left in that <laughs> their responses are there's only a certain number. There's only a certain amount of responses a leftist can give you. Yeah, as an argument, which is orange man bad. That's right. <laughs> That's racist. That's sexist. Uh, I want my mommy. Uh, uh, you're a Nazi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, mind you, right? Yeah. The right is the same way in that oh, they only have yeah. lock her up, yeah. make America great again, winning, <laughs> drain the swamp. Okay? Right. Right. Like they only have their, they have their pre-programmed response too. Not as bad as as the left, in my opinion. Yeah, I think there's a lot more open mindedness. I think that the, the, the well, you have sympathy because you hate the, abortion. Well, the social justice warrior, <laughs> uh, the 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 liberal in this country, I think has to shut down their brain. Their, <laughs> yeah, their brain and their their logical logical centers of, of the mind uh, in order to to support the things that they do. Uh, we'll say, oh, that's racist. That's sexist. Okay, well, why? It just is because we say it is because we w- believe it to be. You know, there's no further argument beyond the statement. Right? right. They have their thesis statement, but then no argument to back it up. Like early episodes of this program, for example. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But what was so incredible is was so great is Twitter. Uh-huh. Because what these magapedes, <laughs> these these people did was they went on Twitter and they created fake Twitter accounts using real bots, right? right. A real bot to do a bunch of fake accounts, but they had the the NPC face as their, you know, their avatar. <laughs> and it was orange man bad bot N- One, two, three, yeah. right? <laughs> it was NPC four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, right? Yeah, as their Twitter Twitter names. A hundred of those. Poor Jack. We're sorry, Jack. They've been banned since. <laughs> he, they banned them all. Yeah. But here's the the beautiful thing, is that these bots who were just set up by a real person and then let go, <laughs> and programmed to tweet "Orange Man Bad" like every ten minutes. <laughs> They started getting followers. <laughs> and people retweeting them? <laughs> Picking up actual followers. Actual retweeting. What is a fake account? Right. That's obviously a fake account. And these ma- these accounts weren't made yeah. to, 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 impersonator. to, appear, to yeah. appear real. Right. These accounts were made as to, a parody. To parody. As a joke. Yeah. People on Twitter who just say Orange Mad Bad and Orange Man Bad and retweet whatever Elizabeth Warren is saying. <laughs> Okay. Here's the here's the kicker. Here's what makes it so beautiful and poetic. They started gaining followers. Yeah. Some of them hundreds, some thousands. <laughs> All bots. All leftist bots. Right. Some of these leftist bots and pure leftist bots, right? Who are just retweeting stuff from the Huffington Post or liking something that says Cheeto Man, Orange Man, Lock, you know, uh, whatever. Okay? Right. Right. A lot of these with blue check marks, verified by Twitter as real people when they're obviously bots. Now, somebody who's a real person looking at the and one of those NPC profiles, they see, oh, it's it's a bot. Obviously, they're just tweeting "Orange Man Bad" every hour. <laughs> That's a bot. I'm well, not. Following no, that some person. people have that feeling every hour, man. Well, in Trump's America. <clears throat> okay. Well, that aside, <laughs> a, a real person with a real it's Twitter dark account. Times. Would look at that and say, "Oh, orange. That that's no. That's a that's a bot. I'm not following him." Right. But they were getting hundreds and some in some cases thousands of followers and retweets. It's more than some I of them by people with blue check marks. The blue check mark is supposed to be Twitter verifies that this is a real person and the person that they say they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is this this whole thing exposed the fact that Twitter <laughs> is a goddamn lie. Is a lie. <laughs> Built on bots <laughs> who sh- now we didn't get this in the 2016 election. Jack Dorsey wasn't hammer, uh, you know, didn't bring out the ban hammer right. on liberal bots right. in the 2016 <laughs> election. But when the right parodies them and all of a sudden they start gaining traction by the thousands, all of a sudden <laughs> ban hammer on anything with the NPC in it. Right. right? You right. make an NPC joke on Twitter, banned. Even with a real account, you make a joke about NPCs on Twitter, <laughs> banned. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just exposed how liberal and leftist biased that Twitter actually is. And yeah. how f- social media, whether it be Facebook or Twitter it's all or Instagram, it's, it's, it is all it so much. controlled the same way the mainstream media is. And we've seen how the mainstream media has all turned against Trump. All except for Fox News, and Fox News is only there to be uh, an alternative parrot to lead some people who, so that people who are conservative or Republican have something to do. Well, no, (laughs) only 
are, are to make sure that conservatives and Republicans are also brainwashed. Right. Okay. But so to me, it's exposed not only the fact that the the media is bought and sold by liberal, globalist, anti-family, uh, anti-art, anti-beauty, anti-love, anti-goodness, anti-wholesome. Right. Uh, that 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 not only is the media controlled by people who want to destroy goodness and real purity and morality, mm-hmm. social media is also controlled by people who are the same way. There is no love for truth. There is no love for goodness. There is no love for for uh, uh, logic or reason. There is only sex. <laughs> there is only. Uh, the liberal talking points, or just just the 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 globalist talking points, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, abortion is is all about <clears throat> about population control and about about undermining the sacred magic that the feminine energy has. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, you know. Uh, I can't wait till you get married. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Social media is just as corrupt as the news, and is trying to. They have no interest. Social media has no interest. The news has no interest in telling you the truth. Their only interest is in telling you what the government wants you to believe. And the government is controlled by multinational corporate interests. Yes, they are. And, uh, you know, uh, spiritual forces in heavenly places, you know, principalities and powers. Um, you know? I, I, I've been thinking a lot over the time that we took off. Our, our our hiatus during which you were sick and went camping and I was sick as well. About that episode we had about talking to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to do that. My friend who listens to every program, by the way, and one day she'll be on the program. Um, She texted me and she was like, I, th- I think, because my memory's shoddy and also rum. Mm. Uh, I haven't even you know, got through about a third of that. I'm a pussy, and you poured a, a handle in there. Um, <laughs> I poured from a handle into there. <laughs> no, she was like, she was like, what do, what do you, why do you, I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was like, do you want to do that, or why do you want to do that? And I was like, nah, but I don't know how. And she was like, well, you should just try talking to him. And I was like, get the fuck out of here with that witchcraft. <laughs> but it's got me thinking. And, I, you know, I don't know how to do it, but, um, and you weren't any help either because you were like, I don't know, meditate. <laughs> so, but I, I want to, I want to do it. I think that's, I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. I, as old as I'm I am. I'm pretty sure I told you it has nothing to do with uh, hearing the magical voice in the sky. Right. It has everything to do with being in the right place at the right time, fulfilling the exact thing you're supposed to be doing and then realizing it. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> it's been a long ass time. Yeah. And I also think I'm and so Kanye's got me thinking and this is the perfect segue into into his business. Okay. But uh it's kind of got me thinking about about the the positive and the negative and and love and fear because you said that on the program like 6 months ago. Oh, I said love that on the program fear. like 2 years ago, man. Yeah. 
that was something that I was meditating on like two well, years I mean, ago. I mean, it with was right, all the time, all the things we've but, skipped. But it was it was before the election. It was right around when the, the time I started. Uh, yeah, I think it was right house. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, I guess fucking a long three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that love versus fear. But the dichotomy that almost every decision. In and life now that Kanye said it, I was able to, to hear it exactly. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything life boils down to a decision between: Am I making this decision out of love or out of or fear? fear? Yeah. Well, when you have a masterpiece like 808s and Heartbreak, then I'll listen to you. Um, but the thing is, <laughs> he's been tweeting a lot about that. That's been his main push since he came back from whatever. Um, and and it really got me thinking. I was thinking about you know love versus fear, and and there is. There is a fuckload that I do out of fear. Yeah. Like you a really lot. think about it? Yeah. And and I don't like that. I'd rather do things out of love. But the things that you do out of love are hard. Yes. They're really hard. Yes. Because the things you do out of fear are mine. Easy. Give me. Give me. Yeah. Bring it in. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, want X, I'm, so I'm Y. I'm putting my protection over yeah. this. Yeah. I'm pulling it in so that I don't lose it. Yep. Yep. And love, you say, okay, I have to work and sacrifice for this. So that I'm worthy of so it. So I do it. And that's hard. So it stays with me. That's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to even get my head around the meaning of those decisions. But I think that's what I need to do. I, I don't know how or when I'm going to start, but. Well. <laughs> maybe maybe when Yandi drops. Which isn't going to be till fucking Black Friday. Unbelievable. I'll release it Saturday night after, after, after the, after SNL. Three days go by. And then Kim, of all people, who has nothing to do with the art that he does, obviously. Mm, well. Well, maybe an inspiration. But <laughs> uh, tweets and says, Yandy will be out on Black Friday. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, yay. Thanks for nothing. Here's the thing. Whore. Kanye sure. West is uh, obviously a genius. Uh, motherfucker. I think there's some compelling evidence. Lyrical voice <laughs> of a generation. Yep. But there are times and seasons, and there are things you do astrologically at a certain time so as to uh, benefit uh, with the energy. Oh, Black Friday. Oh. To, to, to expedite what you want to do, and you do those things. Uh, you cast a spell on a certain day. You, you make an announcement on a certain day because, you know, the house of Venus is in your retrograde Sagittarius. Favor, yeah. And uh, idiots will say, oh, that's just superstition. But really smart people will understand that there's a flow and a natural breathing of the universe. And just as in, as in you have a heartbeat and a uh, breathe in, breathe out, you know, it's, it's you probably don't want to uh, take a sip of your rum and coke while you're taking a deep breath, you know, because that would be disastrous. Would be disastrous. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, there are also, you know, certain times and dates and seasons that you do things. So yeah, uh, maybe Black Friday is a better, uh, a better time to release something than uh, the day after you're on SNL. Because getting laughed out of the studio, getting laughed out of the studio, and yeah. then the mainstream media for the next three days is making fun of you for uh, trying next three weeks, whatever they can, just because you said Trump may not be that bad of a guy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, did you listen to the meeting? By the way, the whole time. Well, you listened to the the No Agenda, which is. To my knowledge, is the only people that really covered the fact yeah, that yeah, the yeah. whole thing he said. Yeah. What'd you think? We don't have to play it or listen to the whole thing. Or uh, whatever, but he probably should have maybe shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, he probably should have taken an extra dose of, of his meds before he went <laughs> to the White House. He was a little bit way too enthusiastic, and you could say that Trump was going to like, you could. okay, 
Okay. This dude's dude. Yeah. yeah cal- calm down now. There was calm that vibe down. for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah. But his thing about the Thirteenth cool. Amendment, you know, which of course, of course, you know, every Don Lemon esque character, caricature on media on media news was like, this is a slap in the face to black people. He wants them to be slaves again. Yeah, which is a lie. Never said that. Um, but that idea of prisons and slavery and it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I necessarily buy the whole thing, hook, line, and sinker. Um, but I think there's some validity there. Yeah. There's a reason the amendment is written the way that it is. And there's a reason that our prison system works the way that it does. What makes a slave? What makes a slave? Indentured servitude. Okay. Indentured servitude. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. I would also expand that to include somebody who is completely dependent on somebody else. <laughs> Visa? If you're completely dependent on somebody else, yeah, you're a slave to them because you have to stay on their good side, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're going to stop taking care of you, right? Yeah, uh, a child is kind of a slave to their parents because their parents provide everything that they need for them, right? Now the parent wish has all could hear this. Parent has all the power <laughs> in that relationship. Yeah. Uh, but but it is sort of a, a, a bit of a slavery, but it's a slavery that, that's natural, that nature intended, right? You don't have, at five, you don't have the ability to take care of, of yourself. Fend off the wolves. So you need to be indebted and been taken care of by somebody else. Yeah. But if you're 20 and you're being taken care of, let's say you're 20 and you're a super hot chick and you're also just up, just, you know... You've been riding the cock carousel for a while. <laughs> and some 40-year-old comes along and is like, hey, baby, I'll pay your rent and buy you a car and do whatever you want. All you got to do is... All you got to do is uh, let bouncy, me... Bouncy, bouncy. Yep, yep. Do whatever yep. I want. You're a slave. Now, you may have everything you want. You may only have to spend five hours a month with the person, right? <laughs> but you still have to spend those five hours a month, and you still have to do what they want you to do. Right. Which is have sex with them. Right. Now, you may have be completely taken care of. Yeah. Right, with everything that you want, all the trinkets and baubles and nice and shiny things, but you don't have any freedom. You well, don't not really, for those five hours. You don't, don't. You don't really have any freedom. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not like you can, you, you know, you, not like you own anything. I mean, he's paying your rent, but not for your house. He's right. paying for the lease on a car, but it's not in your name. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, you're a slave. Yeah. You have a really good life as a slave, but still a slave. Now, just to be fair, Matt, give a male example. Don't you're not supposed to I'll cut this out. You're not supposed to hesitate. Um male People example. say we're sexist and racist, man. Example. Well, we are sexist it's and racist. A, it's no, ass. but it's a very it's a tough climate. I we can't know. we can't we have to be Oh, because of the me too stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Although I had a buddy say to me today, uh He's like, he was like, yeah, I wonder how it comes across for old, for really old people who that, like the hashtag, you know, mm-hmm. is still pound and it's just pound, yeah, pound me, me too. too. No, I yeah. no, Yeah. That's what, that's <laughs> so poetic. That's, that's why you know that this whole thing from the beginning is a sham because it's pound me too. Like I'm jealous. I'm not getting fucked as, as, as well, well anymore. Well, anyway, no, that, that's not true. Totally is. Um, <laughs> No, some interesting stuff. I, I got no, an no, argument. Well, well, no, uh, to finish my thought is that yeah. is that uh, black people are still slaves because 
75% of the black community are on some form of government welfare. And to be fair, like 40% of the white community in this country is on some form of government welfare. Right. 60% of Latinos, some form of government welfare. Right. The poor in this country are on some form of government welfare, meaning they need the government to buy them groceries or help pay their rent or or whatever it is or get them an Obama cell phone. Okay. Yeah. If you if you can't do it for yourself, then you're a slave. Yeah. So you have to, you know, not get married. Because if you get married, government's gonna stop paying for your kids. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You know, you can't make a certain amount and uh, you know, improve your quality of life. Because uh if you do if you do, then you stop getting food stamps, right? Yeah. And so the high amount of not just black people, but everyone in this country who's on some form of government assistance means that you're at least partially a slave. Yeah. Right? And and uh, the same with, with work, right? I'm a slave to my job. If yeah. I don't have a job tomorrow... We're in trouble. I, yeah. I got... I got about a week to find another one or yeah. things are going to get real tight real quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel the same. So way. I've, I've got, I've got to work. I am in a certain sense a slave to that work. Now I have, I have the ability to cho- pick and choose who I'm going to be a slave to. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> this kitchen or that kitchen, <laughs> right, you know? Right. But still, you need to go front of house again, man. No, it's a good look on you. No, <laughs> no, no. You could be the fat. You could be the Robert. You could be the guy that nobody liked. The, Robert. Well, everyone, the, girl, the girls did. Everyone hated because they him. could just put their titties on his arm and get whatever shift they wanted. Yeah, I don't play that shit, man. You know oh, I mean? that's not. Then you felt the wrong pair of titties on your arm. No, if that's the case. No, no. There, there are several girls, <laughs> girls I work with now. Yeah, who tried but to you have the, no power. You can't. You don't hand whole, out the good shifts. Oh no, but I don't hand out shifts. But uh, I do hand out hot food on time. Ex- well, that <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't know what to eat. Oh, man, I just got some these awesome. You know what? Fill in the blank in the back, man. They're extra. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Yeah. Oh, can I have one? No. No. Titties on the arm. I gotta oh, save them. look at that. I got a bunch extra. <laughs> no, I don't play that. This is one server one time. Yeah. There was some cheesecake left over. I remember uh-huh. this clear as day. This was over a year ago. She still yeah. works there. I'm on, I'm on it's expo. It's impressive because you drink and smoke a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm on expo. <laughs> and she comes. There There was a party. Uh-huh. And they had this cheesecake that we had made that of course was left over. Yeah. And they had like three or four pieces left over. Mm. And she comes up to me. She's like, and she. Pushes her tits right into my arm. Just, yeah. Just right on my forearm. The old, the old arm tits move. We've all done it. And she's like, she <laughs> gets right up close to me, which she never does. She's not that kind of physical close person, but she like super like. Yeah. Pushes her tits right into my arm. Gets right up in my ear. Like, it's like, let me get one of those pieces of cheesecake. <laughs> like, can I get one of those pieces of cheesecake? And I'm like, sure. Her, sure. Just let me get it for you. So, you know, nobody gets in trouble. She's like, winks at me. Okay. Five minutes later, I walk out of the building. <laughs> All three pieces of cheesecake with you. <laughs> Having thrown away three pieces of cheesecake God and damn. taken one for myself. You're so cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm sorry, but they're bought for a few calories, though. Seriously, I am all for. You typically rant on women on this program. Yeah. I could do it for a goddamn hour. No, I, I swear. I, I know. I know. Uh, I am all for bought a, for a few calories. I am all for equality, though. <laughs> yeah. So if I put my cock on your arm, I would no, get any cheesecake no. either. I can't use sex as a weapon because I'm a fat, ugly man. Right. <laughs> you can't use sex as a weapon, at least for me. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's equal. It's fair. Yeah. 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 If I can't use sex as a weapon, neither can you. Yeah. Well. And not even just not even just because I'm um, I'm I'm chubby and and you know have <laughs> a scraggly beard, <laughs> I, like never shave. It's because, like, even with an attractive woman, right, or an attractive man, like, right, we live in an age where everything's supposed to be equal, right, equal right. rights, right, 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 respect for women. Yeah. So s- stop using sex as a weapon. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to be sexually harassed, then eighty-six cleavage. Right. Don't. Don't be showing the girls at work if you don't want to be sexually harassed. Right. Or, or, or at least, you know, don't try and use sex as a weapon. Maybe maybe a, a low-cut top, you're not asking for it. I get that. Right, right. But if you normally don't, and then suddenly you do because there's something you want. Promotion. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. no, no, that's not, that's that's totally flying in the face of what you are saying that you want equal treatment. Right. Because you are using sex as a weapon. Right. With the, the, and, if, which, and if that's on the table... Which then we can too. Harvey Weinstein, Hashtag that's what he did. Too. He used sex as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't get this unless I get sex. Yeah. You're using sex as a weapon. Speaking of that, people shit their pants because Louis stepped in the cellar. Did you see all that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, like lost it. Yeah. And uh, I got in an argument with it. With a, well, it was a discussion, actually. It was really it was a good mm-hmm. discussion um, with a buddy of mine, Aaron, whom you've met. Not that Aaron, the other Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the guy we brought up. Yeah, yeah, Bronx, yeah, 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 yeah. So we were talking about Kavanaugh, of course, as you do, as you do. And he was, he, you know, and he was saying that, well, he's not fit to be a judge, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I was like, my whole point was, which I, I don't think that- anybody on the Supreme Court is fit to be a judge, or any judge <laughs> currently in the judgery of this country <laughs> fit judgery. to be a judge. <laughs> so because they're all we went to the liberal law schools, they're all half Jews, full of shit, and full of shit, and yeah, no, uh, just, just bitches for the prison industrial complex. So I'm not, I'm any judge, yeah. You're not down. I've, with. I've told you my my plan for the revolution. Once the revolution happens, what mm-hmm. we're going to do to Washington, mm-hmm. I think we should also probably do it to every single judge in the country. Okay, well, we'll add into the list. Yeah, well, we'll get to them eventually. Maybe a couple years at three into the revolution. Into yeah, the, the couple burning. years then. Yeah, yeah. After there's yellow flags everywhere. Yeah. Don't touch my bread. Government. Don't tread on ye. Uh, don't tread on ye. <laughs> That's right. Um. Anyways, he was saying that Kavanaugh isn't fit to be a judge, and I'm saying. And he's like, he lied. There were a lot of other people. His point was the investigation was a sham because there were a lot of people they didn't talk to. Mm-hmm. And my my, I was like, okay, I get that. But should the sins of your youth necessarily be held against you? Yeah. And maybe they shouldn't in all cases. And I, and I told him, I was like, I, I don't fucking, I don't care about Kavanaugh. I don't know a single thing about his record. I don't give a shit. I'm just concerned about this climate where 40 years ago, you did something and you shouldn't have. Yeah, like that's what I don't like. It's, it's not even. It's not even just Kavanaugh. It was a. There was a <clears throat> another news article I saw, uh, which is shows you exactly where we are. This is a guy from Alabama whose son played uh, is either Alabama or Arkansas whose son played college football. Right. His son played college football, and they were interviewing the dad. <laughs> okay. On some small town news show. 
because right. it was the kid was from some small town. He's playing a major college. He's a star on the team. And they interview interviewing the dad, and the dad somehow they got on the talk topic of racism, and the dad admitted that you know we it's terrible. We live in a racist climate today. I'm really I really think that uh, uh, we can do so much more. But you know sometimes everyday people are racist. I've <laughs> I remember one time in the 70s I used the N word. <laughs> That's well. You might as well put a target directly on your head. And I was wrong for that. <laughs> and I regret it. Fast forward a couple days later. Yeah. Gets kicked off the team. Gets enough. Uh, um, the, the story gets enough traction on social media. The kid, his son, gets uh-huh. kicked off the football team. Yeah. And loses his scholarship and expelled from school for something his dad, because his dad admitted to using the N-word one time. In this in 40 years ago. And let me, so that was the point that my buddy was making was that, oh, if he had stood up and said, I did this, it was wrong. And I, and he's like, he's like, I would have so much more respect for him. And I'm like, no, pause. you wouldn't. Well, I said, I said, pause. I, you're my friend. I believe that you would. When you say that to me, I believe that you would. But that's not this climate. Yeah. And I used Louis C.K. as an example. I was like, totally different, totally different. He's not Supreme Court. I was like, there's a lot of things you have to ignore here. But I was like, Louis C.K. said, I did these things. They were wrong. He came out and said it. A year goes by. And you can argue, maybe not long enough, whatever. A year goes by. He steps into the cellar and tells 20 minutes of jokes. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a new special, not whatever else. He steps in and works on some material as comedians do. And the left loses their minds. Yeah. Which, Huffington Post, New York Times, all these guys rip him to shreds. Which, by it's the way, not long enough. Which, by the way, they want to put him back on the cross. Which, hold on, which, by the way. And so I'm like, horse shit, you would respect that. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> uh, that wasn't the first time in the last year Louis C.K. stepped into the cellar, I'm sure. Uh, maybe well, this is the first time you think he stood up and did anything. Exactly. Yeah, because well, you know, you young, know, yeah. you know, you know, like Louis C.K. just wants to go to the cellar and hang out with his buddies in New York. Right. Right. I want to go to New York and hang out with Louis C.K.'s buddies because the, the, the comedy <laughs> cellar in a lot of the places, like it's, yeah. it's 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 a comedy club for comedians, not for an audience. Right. Of right? passage, so on. Yeah. So you 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 maybe you're 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 performing in front of people who came there to see superstars. Yeah. But. Half of it is backstage, and it's about the camaraderie, and it's about hanging out with your friends that you came up with in the scene, right? Right. So you know he's been just at the comedy cellar hanging out, and his friends are like, man, get up on stage, man. Just do 10 minutes, man. Get up on stage, man. And weeks, 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 probably months go by. No. And he's like, no, I can't. Then he finally does it. And destroyed. And yeah, he gets destroyed. Um, Not quite destroyed, but there's been a lot of discussion about whether it was appropriate. Yeah. For a comedian to get on stage and tell jokes. Yeah. Well. Right? Like, you wouldn't do that, you, you know, a trash man, trash man has to take a few weeks off because he, he you know, he touched somebody on, on the trash route. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, next time you see him on the truck, you wouldn't say, well, how dare he? Yeah. Well, he's just doing the trash. He stepped in, told a few jokes. So, anyhow, let me read this, though. This happened a few hours ago. As a matter of fact, nothing but the latest and the greatest here on 2A Tuesday. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> 2A Tuesday. They're Tucker goons. 
Uh, Kanye West. I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. Yeah. Did you see this? It seems Kanye West has had a change of heart. The polarizing rapper returned to Twitter on Tuesday afternoon, claiming he has decided to distance himself from politics after realizing he's been used. His announcement arrived as he faces mounting backlash for his support of Donald Trump and the right wing. Quote, my eyes are now wide open, and now I realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in, he wrote. Quote, I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative, which I'll retweet the shit out of that. Um, Kanye specifically pointed to a newly released Blexit merch t-shirt designs that encourage black people to ditch the Democratic Party party in favor of the GOP. Though Ye was originally credited for the pieces, he now claims he had nothing to do with the release, nor did he want any association with the Blexit movement. I introduced Candace Owens, conservative commentator, to the person who made the logo, and they didn't want their name on it, so she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit. I have nothing to do with it. Ye also thanked everyone who supported his, quote, actual beliefs, suggesting his political beliefs have been misrepresented. Moments later, he outlined some of the issues he supports, such as prison reform, job creation, common sense gun laws, as well as, quote, compassion for people seeking asylum. Okay. So Kanye back on his meds, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He went back to the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center and they did some electroshock. Got a redose. Yeah, got a redose. And now he's back under the thumb of that coven of witches. Well, so all that I'm like, if if my witch looked like Kim, I would probably. So all that. All that that you just read up until the last point, the last one, people seeking asylum, right? Yeah. Which, okay, all that is something, is something that's, that's I would excuse, but right. that last one, people seeking asylum. If you want to come into the country, you have to do it legally. You have to do it legally. So don't cross the border and then claim asylum, <laughs> right? Because what happens Even is, if it's from a terrorist regime, Matt? Uh, yes, even if it's from a terrorist regime. Because the terrorist regime... So refugees? So they're not refugees. They're not refugees because there is no war in Syria, Addison. Okay, it's Afghanistan. There is no, there is no war in Afghanistan. Wow. They're manufactured. There's not an opposing side in Afghanistan. There's not an opposing side in Syria. There is the United States... Taking ground by force? Atlanticist <laughs> forces. Yeah. <clears throat> the United Nations wants a country to act and be in a certain way, and the country is resist- resisting because they don't want to act and be in that certain way. Therefore, they're... The, Folks be getting killed. The United Nations wages war on them yeah. using uh, Russian troops or American troops or however CIA, however you want to... No, no, no. The people coming into Europe from the Middle East aren't refugees, they are they are people who are told that there's a better life for you in Europe. So go. And the Which is kind of a lie if you're in Europe. The terrorist know. groups <laughs> are that are in those countries are sponsored by the United Nations. Now, they're five, six, seven steps removed from the United Nations and who pays who, but they're still sponsored the to do it. by the United Nations and the United States. And George Soros and the rest of the globalists. It's all about taking people. It's not about. It's not about asylum. It's not about a better life for people who live in third world countries. Because if all the people from oh, third dear, world yeah. countries come to first world countries, guess what you have? Third world countries <laughs> a, everywhere. The third world. Just the whole third. The whole world is third. 
<laughs> so when you when you say oh these people should just be able to come into the United States and 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 have have what we have well how about we make their countries better how about we don't invade their sovereign countries how about we don't kill uh Hugo Chavez <laughs> and then privatize their oil companies or their their oil reserves which is the only thing keeping their economy afloat is the fact that 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 they their entire <laughs> government is backed up by their massive fucking oil reserves and so you kill Hugo Chavez and you take all the oil reserves and you privatize them and give them to American and Jewish companies. And then surprise, surprise, the economy collapsed. Oh, socialism is bad, man. <laughs> so when you when you take something that's stabilizing a country, i.e. an oil reserve, and take it from the people and give it to private companies, and I'm no in no way making a argument for socialism here. I'm just saying you have a, had a status quo in which the people of Venezuela were being taken care of by by a commodity that they had all as a collective. An abundance of. An abundance of. <laughs> so much that, yeah. that you had three cents a gallon for gas in Venezuela. Christ, let's go down there. Well, that was in, That'll be that, was, that was in 2008. Oh. Okay, so, so you kill Hugo Chavez, who's socialist, sure, but still, it's... It's a socialism. It's a form of socialism that, that that goes between free market, right? So their their commodity is backed up by the free market, but everybody gets to share it, right? <laughs> and they're selling it internationally, right? Anyway, now you have the strongest economy in South America has become the weakest in a decade, right? No. Because of this massive privatization, and not even real privatization, right? It's mm. It's not even the people who own the land get to get the oil. It's no, doesn't matter if you own the land or not. <laughs> this company it belongs to X now yeah. has mining all the mining rights. Evil Corp. In your com- yeah, in your country. So it's not even real capitalism. It's still a form of socialism. It's just a redistribution to the oligarchs, which is what every form of communism, socialism ultimately ends been. up in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> so so to say that that the uh, these refugees need to come to the wealthy countries because their terrible shithole countries are terrible shitholes. Well, how about we we stop stop turning this their countries into commodity shitholes? war <laughs> in which we we rob these less technologically advanced, less military advent, um, less military powerful countries right. of their resources. How about we just stop that? And how about are we you let- saying that the world is like that old card game pit where everyone's trading the commodities? You ever play that? No, I have no, I have no clue. Great, what that is. great game. Anyway, um, yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very much opposed to any sort of immigration that isn't. I apply for citizenship status and wait until I said it's yes, granted. you can come in. Yeah, and then I come in, hmm. or you get a visa legally. It's very racist in. of you, man. I, it's totally racist, right? Totally, totally racist. No. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, this whole, this whole Honduran um, caravan, right? Oh, it's coming God. up through. It's, they haven't got even gotten into Mexico yet. It's been like two, three weeks, and they've only gotten like a thousand miles. They still have like eight thousand miles. Well, not that, that like four thousand miles to go, right? <laughs> they have to get through Mexico. Mexico is like three thousand miles long. Yeah, it's longer than it is to get the United States. That's what I tell the old lady too. <laughs> But but that's just that just stinks of George Soros in my mind, 
right? Yeah. Because he really he's he's at the kind of right in the middle of the whole mass immigration from the Middle East into Europe. You've watched his interview that was pulled, right? No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Where, where he talks talk- about I'm totally down with overthrowing countries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where any, I mean, I mean, any I- any country that's powerful enough to protect his own sovereignty needs to be undermined, and that is the George Soros New World Order globalist right. plan. Any country that is powerful enough to protect its own sovereignty, right, and and, and protect its own borders, needs well, we got to fix that. Undermined. Yeah, and we can see it in the fact that he's 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 given millions, if not billions, to. Hillary Clinton and the Antifa movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, Ferguson, right. that was all funded by George Soros, busing in black people to riot and destroy the city of St. Louis. Right. And I really hate to go to that Soros, you know, because I think the right uses him as a scapegoat for anything they don't like. Yeah. I really do. That being said, if you watch the interview out of his own mouth, you kind of find out what he's about. And you're kind of like, oh, that. That's not so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm not here to say what he's done or he hasn't. And folks that say, well, Soros did this, Soros did that. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But it sounds like in that interview, there's not a whole lot fucker won't do. Yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe he was posturing or what have you. Well, but. I mean, you know what, you know what, how he got his start, How's how that? he made his money. How's that? Really? You don't know? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I think you've told me before. So that's he, the rum. <laughs> no, he he he's like ninety years old, right? He's an old. Fucker. So he's from uh, Hungary, right? Mm. He's Hungarian, and which Great was people. Uh, part of the Reich back in World War Two. Okay. George Soros was a Jew. He is a Jew. He's Jewish. Um, all the more reason for you to hate him. Well, <laughs> I don't hate him because his Jewishness. I hate him because what his Jewishness causes him to do. Put it that way. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? <sighs> mean to the Jews. Um, rum, rum cast. You are. You are mean to the Jews. You're almost done there. So this is this is in that interview that you're talking about, the one that's been banned from YouTube and Vimeo and every other streaming site. You can't, yeah. can't find it. I think there's a few torrents. There are two a few torrents. Most of the time, if you ask on, like, if you go. If you go to conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. and, and find somebody who's has a good posting history, you can PM them. And most of the time, those people have that stuff saved offline because there's a big movement in our conspiracy the past couple months to say everybody saves stuff offline. Yeah. And so you have this kind of small group because our conspiracy has been compromised, like, hugely. Bigly. <laughs> bigly. Very tremendous. No, it's not. <laughs> um, uh, George Soros, what he did was he was one of the informants, one of the G-men for the Nazis, for the SS, who would, he was a Jew who would point, point out, out other Jews. Jews. Yeah. Not, I recognize him. Yeah. That guy picking up the pennies? That's, a, that. yep, he's one of them. But even before the Jews started to go into hiding, when they yeah. initially started rounding them up, here's what George Soros did. He went to Jewish households, and he was like, Give me 10 bucks, no, not tell him no, it's no, not no, a Jew? No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen. Because he wor- was working for the Nazis as in like an official officer at the time. He's like, listen, I'm going to take your wealth and hide it. Oh. Because they're coming for you. And But first, they're going to come for your wealth and your money. So they're going to they're come in. They're going to raid. They're going to take everything of value from you. Right. So, but if you give it to me. But you give it to me. I'm a fellow Jew. I'll keep it safe. I got gotcha. you. You know I'll keep it safe. Right. So they would give him 
whatever they had, their gold, their silver, jewelry, family heirlooms, art, whatever it was, they would give it to him. He would take and give 80% of the back to the Nazis because that was their deal. Take 20%, take his cut for himself. Uh, to be fair, not a bad deal. Okay, Amazon treats me worse than that. So, <laughs> and he was he was doing that. Yeah, the entire time during World War II. Well, there's wild a few Jewish million people dollars were being interned, probably. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, solid business model. I don't know how you can. I, you're not really going to be able to turn it over after the war, so you're going to have to do some thinking about how you change it. Well, no, that's but, that's what he did. He, so that's what he did. He took all that wealth, and then as soon as the war was over, he poured all of it into. He liquefied it and poured it all into the American stock market. I can respect that. Do you know He's what playing he playing the best? Do you card. know what he bought with the stock market? He bought uh, military bonds <laughs> and he bought fucking steel. <laughs> he bought every. He bought. He bought. He bought into the military industrial complex, which we know after World War II exploded with the United States controlling 90% Everything. of the military <laughs> right. uh, uh, comp- in, in industry in the world. The United States controlled controlled it, so he bought uh, military bonds, war bonds, <laughs> after the war. <laughs> and then and when, when military bonds skyrocketed in price, and then he bought into things like, like steel and manufacturing, which of course was, you know what Europe needed to be able to rebuild. And then he poured money into Central Europe, yeah. into the rebuilding process. He was 1950s Dick Cheney. <laughs> like, we know what happened. We all know the story, and maybe this is the best way to sum it up, but we all know right. the story of how Dick Cheney, his company Halliburton, moved into Iraq and Afghanistan after we bombed the fuck out of it. Right, and, and said, oh, and made, wait, we can rebuild this. Made billions <laughs> and billions and billions of dollars. No-bid government contracts. In no-bid government contracts and yeah. re- rebuilding that infrastructure. Yeah. Which half the time wasn't really rebuilt or was rebuilt half-ass or was, you know, it's no-bid government contract. Who, give me who a, gives a shit how you give do me it? A building, give me a billion dollars to, re- to, to redo this one highway and you just repave it for half a million. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Which so, Dick Cheney really to use the Soros game game plan right, the playbook. <laughs> which what he used after World War II to make all his you know hundred billion dollars. Well, and see, like I said, Matt, I can kind of play both sides of it. I can kind of respect that. And now that's what I'm doing. I'm predicting right now. I bought yes and no for Democrats and Republicans. I'll make money no matter who wins. I did you really? Are you are you betting on the fuck election? yeah? Are you really? <laughs> yeah. What do you you have, should get in on it, man. I've seen so dude, much fun. What do you have, Claire McCaskill? Put like ten bucks on it. What do you have Claire McCaskill? I think I've got her, yes. Uh, she's going to win. No, she's not. Against that other fucker? No. Yeah. Missouri's going going red, man. She's not going to win. Don't make me... Not, don't the, make me not th- the Missouri I'm saying. No, don't make me I, think that Claire McCaskill's going to win. You realize that work in the county, right? Then I, have, <laughs> then I have to vote, and I don't want to have to go out to vote on voting day. I just yeah. want to stay in and watch the election results. Are you going to vote to raise the minimum wage? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, buddy asked me about that today, and I kind of gave him a long speech because I'm I'm a little split. Because I'll actually just read what I said to you. That's what I said to my boy because he was like, "Are you in favor of the?" And and it turns out he he told me later he's like, um, uh, ba 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 ba. He's like, "Yeah, a friend asked me what libertarians think about raising the minimum wage." Here's what I said. I said mostly indifferent. But my libertarian side says it's not up to government to regulate it, right? I'm, yeah. You know, maroads. M- like yeah. You know, uh, save for something horrendously low. Like, I don't think you should be able to only hire at $4 an hour, right? Like, yeah. I, I think that should be illegal. 
But largely, I think the market will settle that. Case in point, and I, I gave this an example. I said, case in point, my boy Uncle Jeff, right? Who, Colin, just so you know, I have tons of problems with Jeff Bezos. But my boy Uncle Jeff, it's not a law. He didn't have to do it. But whatever wind, political or otherwise, blew that way, they felt they, one, could afford it, and two, it would be better for their workers. Good for them. Mom and pop shops can maybe only afford $10. Good for them, too. The problem is everyone look at looks at it, and the argument they make is, it's not a living wage, and it was never goddamn meant to be. That's what, peop- that's what I think people don't understand. It's a part-time gig, it's an extra gig, it's a college gig, it's not a career. Now, that is also in part because when you go to college, you can't get a well-paying job anymore. Yeah. Right? So th- th- there's equal parts to that, and that's because of a number of reasons. College being irrelevant, jobs that pay being very scarce, et cetera. Then there's some middle ground there. And I said, God knows it would have helped me when I was slinging chicken for 11 bucks an hour. But I also turned that into 15 by the time I left by taking on more responsibility and doing more. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And not everybody wants to do that. They're just like, well, why am I getting paid $10 an hour to scoop these fries? You know what I mean? Because um, you're just scooping fries, you dumb fuck. And I said, and I, said uh, I probably won't vote on it, but if I do, it will be a no. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I don't, you know. Well, it's still we're still not addressing the the root of the problem. Like giving people more money to do a job is is great. Like paying somebody fifteen dollars an hour instead of ten dollars an hour, good for you and good for the person who's getting that that thirty three percent bump in pay. That's good fantastic. For the That's fantastic. The real problem is though is why are people who are making minimum wage paying fucking taxes? Yeah. Why yeah. are taxes being taken out of their check and then oh don't worry we'll reimburse you. Right at the at the end of the year, at, and give, you, give it all back yeah, to you, yeah, and you'll get yeah. you'll get a refund, but only if you file it a certain way, right? And claim all your uh, which you probably your don't things, right? Because you don't have a lawyer or you don't have a tax accountant. You're just doing easy form blah 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 yeah. online, you know? Yeah, the old Turbo Tax. Yeah, so so you're not getting all the all the real returns you should like. Yeah, and why are why are people? Well, why am I paying taxes? <laughs> well, see, Matt, join my libertarian cause. That's what like, I'm saying. Why is, why it is, starts there. And is, it ends when we overthrow them. <laughs> like, why is somebody like me who yeah. I don't use schools? Yeah. Right? About all you use is roads. I use roads. I use roads. Yeah. Don't use parks. I don't use parks because I'm a I'm I'm a single male in my thirties. So I can't <laughs> go, go to parks. When you go to a park. Yeah. yeah. Like um you, like I'm and I'm I'm not Well those I'm the warnings on the cigarettes have kept you from smoking. So that's uh Yeah, yeah. So the Surgeon General. By the way, I found out something fantastic today, which is which <laughs> a is, new flavor of cigarettes? <laughs> no, which is I saw the, uh, it, there's a subreddit I go to called R Map Porn. Map porn? Map porn. Yeah, of course. Right. A bunch of people jerking off to Middle Earth. It's it's people who post Basically. <laughs> maps or cool maps or, or maps of the world broken down by like Aww. infographs or like uh, you know just just demographics or whatever just map porn. And there was Sorry. one of was United States yeah, maps. by awesome. tax right oh fuck state that. broken down by ta- it, yeah it, it was deleted after an hour one of the mods deleted it <laughs> but it was cigarette oh, you can't see that shit it was state cigarette tax by state. It's big, isn't it? It's bigly. Number one is Connecticut and New York. What's the percentage? $4.35 per pack in state taxes. So that's as much as the pack then. So you're, so you, fuck me. That's 100% tax. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missouri, Missouri, number 50. No kidding. 30% Well, state you're not tax. moving. <laughs> 
or I'm sorry, thirty cent state tax. Actually, speaking of the elections, I think I think it's on the ballot to raise it. Tobacco, really? No, maybe it's. I don't think it's. There's some tax on the ballot, yeah. so I'll probably show up to fucking punch the no on but, that one. But Missouri, but is, uh, we have the lowest cigarette well, tax in the nation as far as state. There goes, goes. my dream of taking now, you. There are mis- municipalities and stuff like that that can you know raise it or whatever. Yeah. County, city, Half whatever. Cent, yeah. But uh, f- yeah, Missouri, thirty cents. Look at you. Thirty cents per pack in state taxes. New York, Connecticut. Four dollars and thirty-five cents. Even California's not too bad. California's only on like two thirty, something like that. Well, they just banned it everywhere. Yeah, they don't yeah. need to tax it. Yeah. Just, you're not allowed to, you know. But it's it completely was, open air. You're not surrounded by anybody. Don't you dare light that cigarette. But it was crazy. I'm like, oh, damn. Like so, like my normal pack of cigarettes, right? The four dollar yeah. pack would be yeah, ten bucks. Would be nine dollars <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. You're never moving. I'm never moving. Cheapest I'm cigarettes in the cheapest cigarettes here. in the land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I might I might vote on Tuesday just so I can vote. No is it on. this coming Tuesday? <clears throat> yes, it is. It's this Tuesday. Fuck them. So I can vote no. Oh, on. Wait, that's our show night. We should go together. You want to go? All right, we'll record it. All right. Even um, though we almost got thrown out the one time we did that. That's only the well. That was my Johnson shirt. No, but that was everyone's that's scared illegal. of a big Johnson. That's, that's illegal. <laughs> what happened there was illegal. Like when they she, threw us out? When she threw you out, made you turn your shirt on inside out. No, you, you I, no, because you can't wear, you can't pull, you can't electioneer inside a polling place. Yes, but clothing is, is exempt from that. No, it's not. Whenever I used to hand out shit, uh-huh. when I was brainwashed by the GOP, yeah, they would always make us take it out if we had to go, you know, go inside and pee. Hmm. Still though, well, you're okay. ju- you're. But it would be different if our you're, you so are agree, it would, no. It'd be different <laughs> if you are asking, talking to other other voters. But if you're just standing there as an individual, right, right, not representing the candidate, just endorsing the candidate as an individual, I don't think that's 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 that is that is saying your you free speech. Your that. free speech ends at the voting at the at the, the ballot box. It does. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Would you, anyway, would you vote that down? Yeah, I would. <laughs> so I'm going to go vote against Claire McCaskill. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote straight libertarian against and no on every tax. The cigarette tax. I'm going to vote against every marijuana ballot or every really mar- no. I do. I've, I've said it before. Said it before. Say it again. Marijuana. The the reason why we it should have be your right to get it illegally. Should be your right to smoke it, but the reason why yeah. we have such a slow roll of marijuana all across the country, and it'll eventually be illegal or legal everywhere, but the reason why it's still legal in some places is because Monsanto hasn't found a way to patent it yet. <laughs> like the cornfields you drive by with the little, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll have that with potfields. Yep, it'll be like Snoop's head, and eventually <laughs> it'll all eventually in in. 20 years in this country, yeah. all marijuana will be money. will will be five different strains or 10 different strains or whatever, but it will all come from Monsanto and be genetically engineered to take out any spiritual element that's involved in the plant and it'll only be about getting high and not about unlocking that introspective part of your brain that a marijuana does so well and so efficiently. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but do you think that's possible to take that out? Yep, yep, I do. 
Yep. And what would just the not, high be? It's not about It'd the, it's like not about the high. Pills. It's not about the, C, the, the THC content. It's about the cannabinoids and everything else that's, that's in the marijuana. Right. That has a psychoactive effect on your brain. Because cannabinoids, even though you may not feel high, still have a psychoactive, uh, let's, let's put it this way. So when I, uh, run out of pot, um, sometimes I'll smoke, sometimes uh, I won't. But if I if I try to smoke and I don't have any pot, what I have to do is called scraping resin. Mm-hmm. And resin is what the black tar that's left in your marijuana pipe after all the THC has burned away. It's getting really racist. It's the it's the tarry. Uh, it's nasty. It it is it is very gross. Yeah, but in it there's no THC in it. No THC or a very minuscule amount. Right, trace amounts. Right, what's left over because the THC is the first thing that burns off mm. when you when you light a joint or, or 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 however you're smoking it. Right, what's left is the plant content itself, not the crystalline THC that's on the outside of the plant, but the stem, the flower, the bud itself, which is cannabinoids. And if you smoke just the uh, the the tar that's left over, just the resin as it's called, you still get. You still get a high, but it's not a, oh man, I'm so fucking baked high. It's a introspective thinking high. It's hmm. a, it's a, it's a more muted mellow high, but you still kind of feel stoned, <clears throat> but you don't act stoned. Hmm. And so I think what honestly, yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 hard to to quantify a drug and say, oh, it's the spiritual element of this. This drug, right? Yeah. But uh, I honestly do think that's why you see such a, a backlash into something that's so benign compared to alcohol, yeah, or other, or far, just pharmaceutical right. drugs. No, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's addiction rate, it's harm rate, it's so benign compared to those things that are completely legal and are abused wildly, and are still still so, yeah. propped up by the government to be legal. That uh, you have to know that there's some there's something because if marijuana was just about getting high, the government would let us use let us do it, right? Because what the the what's what's the the biggest negative about marijuana? I've told you this before. The the worst thing about marijuana wasting your time. You're wasting your time, which the government loves when you waste your time. You're you're doing something that's incredibly stupid. Yeah, or spending your energy on stuff that's that's incredibly stupid. Now, sometimes, hey, maybe you get high, go for a walk in the park. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, you get out, you get a little exercise, you're enjoying everything, the birds, the air. It all is one. The people playing in the park, it's all like, oh, man, this is so awesome. And you just get an awesome, positive vibe about the world, right? But most of the time, you're sitting, and you're getting stoned, watching the latest episode of the South Park, eating <laughs> Cheetos, and not doing anything. The, the, the worst thing about marijuana is, as South Park has said before, is that Smoking weed makes you be be okay with being bored. Yeah. It makes being bored good. I don't see how the American government doesn't want everybody, everybody to be poured to off be their ass smoking <laughs> weed all the time. Right. So there must be in my mind, I don't know, and maybe in my stoner conspiracy mind, there must be some <laughs> other element to it that what do you think? Because it taps into that DMT, that spiritual. Well, well, it, it, it. I, I think you have more of an introspective. It's more of a meditative thing, especially when you smoke and then cut yourself off from masturbating. Well, cut yourself <laughs> off from screens in yeah. particular. Yeah, you know, which you, is what I once a year. I don't. You you get away from your phone. You get away from the TV. You get away from all these external stimuli we've 
we surround ourselves with all, all the time right. and just get stoned and think. Yeah. I I think that's an incredibly powerful meditative tool and I think more people would do it if marijuana was legal everywhere. More people would just Probably. be sitting on their porch, smoking a bowl, looking at the looking at nature, doing whatever. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Like I watching little kids cross the street kill one another. I I <laughs> I have a hard time with with drugs in America specifically because I know how the drug movement in America got started and it was a co-opt to dumb down revolutionaries in the 1960s, you know? After Kennedy was killed, everybody was like, and I've said this before, after Kennedy was killed, everyone was like, okay, we really need to take a look at our government. Right. And all the young people, everybody under 30 and the was government like, was like, wait, drugs. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> under 30 was like, okay, you know what? No, we need to look at- We're not down with this. The intelligence community, the, the, the um, what do you call it? The, uh, not black budget, but the uh, the deep state. Right. Right. So to speak. We, we're getting way too too far- into the military industrial complex, we need to take a step back, you know. And the government was like, Oh, oh wait a second, you can get high. Here's the pill. Yeah. Here's the pill. Sex without consequences. Yeah. Here's here's LSD. Here's marijuana. Get high. Get high. Music. Oh man, music is so great, isn't it, guys? Oh, rock and roll. Oh, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Grateful Dead. Oh yeah. And it was just distracting. Shut up, you love the Rolling Stones. It was Stones. just distracting. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, just stop. <laughs> You were right in the middle of a thought. You had to I, correct that. So, <laughs> I, I I feel like the Rolling Stones are the 1960s equivalent of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers mm. were to the 90s. And that Red Hot Chili Peppers is a wholly 100%, without a doubt, Luciferian, satanic, evil, evil band whose only bent is towards evil. If you look at... If, and evil and corruption. If you, look at, if you look at the Rolling Stones in the 1960s... Yeah. They're satanic, Luciferian, evil, corrupt, corrupting band. Uh, if you look into the history of the Rolling Stones, man, like how they- You read that book, Hell's Bells. How they they, <laughs> they, they killed, they ritually killed their lead singer um, right before they became super famous. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we'll see you next week. I don't- uh, the 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 1967 the 1967 con- concert at Altamont, which pretty much kicked off the hippie revolution in revolution quote quote unquote, but the hippie movement in which George Lucas was the filmer was the guy behind the camera, but it was they were playing sympathy for the devil, which is all about you know how the devil uh, you know is behind all these tragic human events, right? And they they ritually murder drunk and then preaches at me about this shit. The 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 hell's angels ritually murder oh. a man in front of the crowd as George Lucas is filming behind the camera the first thing he ever did. And Mick Jagger is on stage swaying his hips, singing about sympathy for the devil. Man, uh, phew, Rolling Stones are don't do not like the Rolling Stones. I gathered. Fuck. <laughs> it was your idea to drink. It was your idea to drink it was, on this program. And I, I'm grateful for it. Uh but uh that that's <sighs> an hour and thirty minutes in just hearing about we, how the Rolling Stones are serving Satan. I didn't want to talk about this. I, uh, I came ready no, to talk no, about Kashogi and <laughs> pipe bombs. Okay. Oh, yeah. These pipe bombs have to be fake. <laughs> 
They are. Right? They're totally 100% fake. I mean, come on. Okay, so, so I, for, no, first off, first off, we've only and seen- And I hate to do that, because it's at Soros. It's fake. We've only seen the one but that was sent to CNN. Yeah, but the stamp's not voided. Stamp's not voided. Clock on the outside and all this shit. Clock on the outside. all the way through the postal service. Clock doesn't have an alarm on it, so there's no <laughs> way it could be triggered anyway. Yeah. Like, the weight of the packaging- is exceeds it's, what the U.S. Postal no Service way. would send. The the somebody instead of running for their lives decided to take a picture of it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'd be that stupid. The postage fuck. wasn't voided. Yeah. Like the mailing address it's, is wrong. I'd, the guy they got, the guy they they, they they're fingering is as the the guy. Yeah, was the mag the maga bomber the maga bomber right <laughs> was was pictured two years ago at a Clinton rally. Right, right, right. with with Democratic senators. Yeah, like well, he was gathering intel. <laughs> the guy was obviously an, an undercover stooge to 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 derail yeah. any sort of uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it it's it stinks to high heaven, but you, of course you can't say, oh no, it's a false flag. Oh no, it's right. It's because you know then you're labeled Reasons. a lunatic. Yeah, but it stinks to high heaven. It's not. It doesn't add up. I'll tell you that. No, it doesn't. And I and you know you know Matt that it took me a long time to say that about nine eleven. Yeah, it did. Um, but I was I was just listening to on the way here. I started listening to the Corbett report again. I don't he, like he he put some stuff out over the summer that I never listened to. Yeah. Holy shit, man! That dude breaks it down like oh nobody else. Oh my god! Yeah. It's just facts, and there's no BS and no fart jokes. I mean, he's he's everything we could be. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, he really if oh, only put time and effort and yeah, yeah. money and uh, thought. Yeah. But no, he's he he's crazy. Like I, like I was listening to the one about the Afghan war. Holy fuck, man! Yeah. And the one, the most recent one he did about nine eleven. It just it, oh man, that guy's good. Mm-hmm. That guy's good stuff. Yeah. And there's shit about nine eleven that doesn't add up. I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, James Corbett, C O R B E T T. Great stuff. James Corbett. Corbett uh, com. Yeah, he has to give that some thought endorsement. Fully. Yes, he does. One hundred percent. We uh, no agenda's kind of lost. We me really like him lately. Really, I don't know. I, the more I listen to him, I listen to him while I prep my yeah. shipments. I don't. They just <laughs> and this is this this is why you like them. And I realize mm-hmm. that they're kind of just two old white dudes really bitching about everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like I and that's great. And I I don't think they're wrong. You know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Life's rough with all these millennials. I don't fucking, I mean, well, I, you know. They've been doing this podcast for 11 years. They ha- like, it's good stuff. And it's good stuff. Yeah. I like it. I like what they do. But so I was like, I'm a little, eh. But I don't want like the fluff of some other shows. So I, I put on Corbett again. I was like, oh my God, this dude. Yeah. This dude brings it every episode. Yep. So, yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't go to all that Building 7 like bullshit. Because that's the thing about 9-11. The building seven bullshit. It's not well, bullshit. And, and yeah, and I understand that. But everybody, the problem with the whole nine eleven thing is everybody that wants to say ah blah 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 about whatever about nine eleven if it's away from the official narrative, is they go to the structural argument that I'm sorry nobody can really make. You can do a thousand computer generated whatevers and talk about how this wouldn't have fallen and that wouldn't have fallen. Maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe it would have. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's just how it adds up. The, the analysis that he's done of it and the stuff that he's presented is totally different than the structural analysis, yeah. which really rings true for me because I'm tired of hearing jet fuel can't melt steel beams. 
Maybe it can. Okay, maybe it can't. No, yeah, no I, I, I understand. Just, I don't. Like, that's you know a, what I mean? That, that's a meme that's been played out, and I think it's been a meme that's been played out for a reason by the other side in yeah. order to be like, oh, these people, stupid don't people, just yeah, yeah, talking about structural stuff. Yeah. What what Corbett does that it's, no one else mm. does is follow that money exactly. See who had the most to gain from it, mm-hmm. and see who was really the people behind it pulling the strings. And then you're like, oh wait, uh, none of this adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You can forget whether the buildings fucking fell or not. <laughs> like it's just like exactly, uh, exactly. This is at that point, none whether of the this buildings collapse or whether people died is a moot point. It's all right. about oh the the Wait back right. the backdoor stuff that led to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean the, the the those buildings were touted when they opened in the nineteen you know, what nineteen sixty eight nineteen sixty nine is Something when they like opened. That. Yeah. Um, those buildings were sold as the safest buildings in the world that could withstand. An airplane, a jumbo jet airliner flying into them, yeah. and still and not fall over. They that was Guess how they, they were sold. Them. <laughs> right. Speaking of that, are you going on the Titanic too? It's going. Next yes, year? I okay, am. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm going to Did you get I, two tickets. I no, go. no, no. I'm, oh. I'm. I'm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to fly to Great Britain, right? And then I'm going to win a ticket. Uh, I'm going to win a passage in a in a in a card game. Right. I'm going to win my ticket in a card game. Perfect. Uh. uh Police, I'm I'm a wanted man already, but the police are going to be chasing me onto the ship. Going to just barely make it on the ship. Right. I'm going to find myself a thick redhead. Uh huh. And I'm going to bullshit that I'm a painter. Oh, gotcha. And then paint her like one of my French girls. Right. Super naked. Yep. Oh, super, super naked. naked. Super naked. I'm going to fuck her in the back of a Studebaker. Okay. Or whatever car we can find that's there on on the ship. Right. Uh, probably a Tesla. Yeah, probably Tesla. And then, <laughs> then uh, you know. Obviously, we'll sink because you know well, you have to you have to hit an iceberg sometime. We'll sink, and as the boat sinking, I'm going to jump into one of the lifeboats, push her into the ocean, and be like, "Ha ha, gotcha, bitch!" <laughs> I saw you know that that new meme, the "Am I a joke to you?" Yeah, yeah. I I saw it because somebody did a two panel meme, and it was like it showed the Titanic two going to take the same thing, yeah, and it was like iceberg. Am I a joke? <laughs> I think that meme is stale, by the way, but Fuck that's my you. opinion. Nope. It's hilarious. My joke to me, to you, meme is stale. It's funny. It's stale. Whatever. You know, it's, yeah, you're still sitting over there circle jerking to Spooktober. No, I'm not. You know what's there on? you are. No. You're all over no, Spooktober. Sp- spooked. Mr. Skeletal. The last meme I sent to you with a skeleton in it was like three weeks ago at the beginning of Spooktober. <laughs> you don't know. The, the the spooked over memes you passed over? No. <laughs> the dank the real dank memes are the Elon Musk memes. Oh dude. Elon Musk on Reddit. <laughs> those are dank. That's those real are the good. good memes. It is real solid. Yeah. I like those. As a fan of Elon Musk, I like those. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Did he it, but is it actually because I don't know what's real or fake anymore because I see so many of those memes. Yeah. But did he did he actually say that it was worth it? So I saw some headliners and I don't know if it was like a meme or a joke. You know, because we all just Black Mirror just keeps scrolling. Yeah, yeah. But like, I I saw a headline that said that he was like, "Oh, it was worth it," even though the tweet cost him twenty million dollars because the fine and the because when he said he was going to oh, take it public, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he say that in an interview? I'm not sure. I'm not I don't sure. know either. I, I've, I've fucking balls of steel if he did. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, worth it. It was awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I think Elon Musk is just is just Take riding on that that wave of this meme magic that uh, Donald Trump took advantage of. Honestly, by being outrageous and crazy, 
But for yeah. some reason, outrage isn't crazy Folks and what everybody else, what everybody is supposed to be against and the media is supposed to be against. But for some reason, he's rising to the top. Mm-hmm. Can't can't keep that South African Think down. Elon's going to be president? Mm, probably not. <laughs> well, Kanye's not going to be anymore because now he's only going to focus on being creative. Yeah, well. Just drop Yandy. That's all I'm asking for. Anyways, um, I guess it just about does it. Yeah, I think so. Fucking hour and 40 minutes. We should do this more often. Yeah. It's not as long. Yeah. We'll see about going to vote next week. Just vote no on everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No on all the things. Which is essentially what a libertarian vote is, by the way. Yeah. The whole, you're wasting your vote. No, it's actually a no on all these cunts. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> no to you, no to you, no to you, no to all of them. Yeah. Your guy will never win. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Still telling all these guys to piss off. All right, then. Got me getting drunk. You still have to finish your drink. Yeah, I'm going to. Do you have any snack food here? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Like chips and stuff? Oh, I got some I got some trail mix. Oh, okay. What's in it? Does it have a sugar element? Does it have the yeah. M&M? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Peanut M&M raisin, I believe. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.